You know, I just, I woke up and I looked in the mirror and I thought, hey, what's with all the sin? I need to change. I'm, I'm dirty. I'm, I'm bad with the sex and the envy and that, that loud music us kids listen to nowadays. Oh, I just suck it undercover. everybody welcome to another episode of boys watching buffy we're just two boys watching every episode of buffy the vampire slayer for the first time giving our thoughts giving our reviews giving our reaction we are your hosts i'm joe welke i am vance and today we're talking about season three episode one titled Anne, directed and written by joss whedon the original air date September 29th, 1998, to an audience of 7.06 million people. Big old season premiere for Buffy the Vampire Slayer in season three. And they have a lot of stuff to answer for. There was a lot of stuff going on at the end of season two. Got some answers. Uh, Some of our predictions that we put out on the bonus episode came true immediately <laughs> yeah uh i felt like i need to take a victory lap i got i know you d- absolutely <laughs> do <laughs> yeah. i saw uh, that and i was like yes <laughs> i mean there's a, you you get like two or three victory laps yeah. i think here vance oh yeah i think um, I at least three there's three things i think i got yeah i was like damn all right i'm fucking up <laughs> uh, you know some of yours are bigger i don't know we did get the our prediction from the end of the last episode of what Anne would be or who Anne would be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't expect it to be her alias, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So shall we get into it? Do we, do, should we do like kind of a little reminder of where we left off? Sure. So at the end of season two, we left off with Buffy being pissed about having to kill Angel and not really knowing if it was a good call or if he was a good guy or if he was able to be returned to his angel form because he's been angelus and she skips town the gang doesn't know where she is and uh, that's kind of where we left off in season two so just the very very most brief summary i can give <laughs> i know <laughs> like should i say some words that i mean really if you really want to if you really want to <laughs> listen to what we thought about it <laughs> Go back two episodes or one episode or whatever. You want to recap? Uh, yeah, Buffy did some stuff and then she left. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And now we're in season three. And this episode opens up with the shot of a grave for a person named Andrew Holick. And this person r- does the typical like rising up out of the grave, hand popping up out of the dirt. And he's coming up and he's been re- born as a vampire and there's a pair of legs just waiting for him to come up out of that grave and we scroll up to see that it's willow and willow says come and get it big boy (laughs) yeah she does and she xander and uh oz 
are now functioning as Riverdale's Riverdale. Damn it. <laughs> Sunnydale's uh resident vampire slayers because Buffy is still gone. She's still missing. Um, but they're doing a very poor job of slaying vampires because this vampire attacks them immediately and kind of gets away. And there's this hilarious moment where Oz, he looks like he's going to step up to the plate and just absolutely destroy this vampire. He's concentrating as it's running away. He's holding this long, big spike and it zooms in. He's like, all right, here we go. And he throws it and it falls like 50 yards short of where the is. Yeah. And he's like, damn it. I really thought he was going to do it. And I was like, oh, Me that's too. really cool. I thought he was going to tap into his werewolf strength or something. Yeah. They are. It's crazy how they just let the vampires come out of the grave. Well, it's also like, how did they know that this guy was going to become a vampire? Like, they've, how many days were they standing or how many nights or whatever, just waiting for Andrew Holick to pop up out of this? And here's the here's the crazy thing. Like, we know that vampires are picky about how they turn people. Uh-huh. So why are these people, like, killed, turned, and then buried? Yeah, I mean, like, we saw... Why, like, why would a vampire be like, oh, I'm going to turn this person, and then just leaves them? Well, last time, I mean, not last time, but in season two, we saw this kind of same scenario where Buffy's waiting above a, a grave. Uh-huh. But then we also saw them in the like funeral home yeah waiting for the well just hanging out and then Teresa becomes a vampire while she's still in like an open casket situation like how quickly does it happen like I just I don't know yeah exactly yeah unless they're just like oh Andrew's dead let's bury him immediately like (laughs) but uh they make some kind of quips about like oh man this was a lot harder than we thought it was going to be because uh, Andrew was on the gymnastics team, and because Xander's like, where did he get all this like flexibility? And, she, <laughs> yeah. uh, and he gets away, and it was uh, very fun. I mean, I did love that Xander called Willow out. Like, did you just say "come and get it, big boy"? Mm-hmm. And Willow's like, well, you know, the Slayer has one-liners, and I was just working on mine. You know, whatever. I like that acknowledgement yeah. of the ridiculousness of that because Buffy does always do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great. Um, so this is the end of summer, though, because they mentioned that they have school tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it is their senior year at this point. It like is. Like I predicted. It is. I uh, I went back and saw this scene where Larry uh, gives Oz shit for dating a junior. Mm-hmm. Which still, to my mind, doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> you're you're dating a girl one grade below you like yeah what yeah um but yeah i guess it is their senior year xander's excited to see cordelia because she hasn't been around i guess Mm -hmm. all summer um and then they all kind of commiserate about missing buffy and they're like well we're trying to slay vampires we got a pretty mixed results here uh i wonder what buffy's up to i wonder where she is i hope she's okay blah 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 so then we cut to Buffy hanging out on the beach and she's in a lovely little beach sundress and she's just staring out into the ocean and looking longingly and who comes up from behind her and grabs her from behind and smooches her neck and stuff. But Angel, what? How is this 
possible? How can this be? He's kissing her neck. He's like, you know, I'd never leave you. This is us forever and ever. And lo and behold, it is a dream. They love these dream fake outs in the show. I wrote down as soon as I saw this scene. This is exactly what I wrote down in my notes. Buffy beach angel nonsense. Yep. <laughs> like, I was like, all right, we know this isn't happening. Yeah. Why is this? They love a be- uh, dream fake out. Yeah. They've done it probably four or five times already. And in this dream, Angel is uh, disturbing. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a threat. Even yeah. if you won't, even if you kill me, I won't leave you. It's like, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't get away from this guy. That's some toxic feels right there. Yeah. Toxic relationship, mm-hmm. codependency. You should yeah. not want that. But, yep. you know, that's what teenager girls would love. And just like, that's the emo uh, love affair that. I guess teenage goth girls would love or whatever. That the media portrays and then it seeps in. Yeah. Yeah. And then people want it. And then when they actually get it, it's like, oh, wow, this is actually stalker behavior. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) And I feel threatened and not safe. (laughs) This doesn't like the movies and TV shows at all. Yeah. (laughs) This is actually kind of scary. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's a dream. Uh, Buffy is actually in... What looks like downtown L.A., uh, apocalyptic, <laughs> terrible, <laughs> everything is closed. Except- There's one point when they're walking down the street, like later, this street is like full of the most random characters. Like <laughs> guy in business suit, white, homeless vagabond. Yeah. Like- <laughs> there is a new intro, though, and the title text is the Buffy font that we know and love. Mm-hmm. The song is updated a little. It's the same song, but it's like crisper or something. Yeah. They got new scenes. It looks a bit more crisp and there's more stuff going on. So that's fun. Yeah. I uh, feel like this is the first time I've watched that. Yeah. Well, also, yeah. Seth there Green no is skip. a part of it. <laughs> yeah. Seth Green oh, is yeah. like in the intro. There was no skip yeah. intro on this one. <laughs> so I watched yeah. it. Yeah, Seth Green's a part of the intro because yeah. before it was just always you'd see a little thing on there that mm-hmm. guest starring Seth Green. But yeah. he's a part of the cast now mm-hmm. uh, and it's fun. Yeah. So after the new intro, we get Buffy. She's working at a diner and she's she's waiting on these two low life trucker type dudes that are just sexually harassing her. One of them slaps her ass and we see that her name tag says Anne. Mm-hmm. So she's going under this alias of Anne. And I don't know how people can get away with this because you have to fill out like tax documents and you have to put your name on there. She's also like just barely able to work. No, I yeah. guess she's 16, so she can work there. No, she's, she's, she's 17. 17. She's 17. Yeah. Yeah. You can work after 13. But uh, yeah. But yeah. yeah, the one the one trucker guy smacks her on the ass or something. One of them was like, can I order you for whatever? And then the other guy smacks her butt and Buffy has this moment of like, I could just destroy this guy right now, but I'm just going to take it because she's depressed and sad and she's She's still mourning. She's doing pretty good. She's doing pretty good though. Like (laughs) considering a high school dropout that just went, I guess, downtown LA. I wasn't like, I wasn't sure what city they were trying to portray here. Yeah, I wasn't either, and they never tell you, but yeah. it definitely looks like... I mean, it sure is downtown LA, but I wonder if they were trying to... Like, did she take the bus to New York? Like, 
I feel like going to Los Angeles would be tricky too. Yeah, I mean, her dad lives in LA. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like there'd be somebody that knows her there. Well, I mean, it's a big city, so, I mean, yeah. who goes downtown? Yeah, nobody <laughs> goes to fucking downtown, dude. <laughs> Letting everybody know, uh, if you're listening and you don't live in L.A., downtown L.A. is an absolute wasteland. Well, I mean, it's got restaurants, a couple museums. Like, it's places to go to when you go there, but it's not the tourist attraction when you come to no. Los Angeles. Yeah. No, absolutely not. I mean... It's it's crazy because there will be kind of nice, uh, super swanky hotels, super mm-hmm, swanky mm-hmm. restaurants and like concert venues and stuff. Yeah. And you go one street over and it's like Mad Max, anarchy, wasteland, post-apocalyptic stuff going on. It's like, Jesus Christ, it is yeah. very sad. Yeah, it is definitely the – you can see like the, uh, the tent villages mm-hmm. uh, of homeless people and then – the fanciest hotel. And I noticed that a lot on the West Coast. Like, San Francisco has that vibe, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then Buffy, after she gets her butt smacked, she walks over to another table that just got sat. And it's this poor couple, um, Ricky and Lily. And Ricky digs in his pockets. And he's like, what can we get for this much? And just throws a bunch of coins on the table. <laughs> As if, like, Buffy can immediately like calculate how much money that yeah. is because uh, it's just a bunch of random coins and he's like can we get some pie can we get some peach pie and buffy's like maybe you can get peach pie but i don't know if there'll be a peach in it for that much money and then the girl to me i immediately recognize this girl i thought she looked familiar mm-hmm. and she's looking at Anne, aka buffy and she's like do I know you from somewhere? And Buffy's like, no, you don't know me. That was that was some other guy. Uh, somebody else. Uh, you don't know me. And then Lily's like, I could have swore that I know you. You look really familiar. And Buffy's like, no, no, no. That's still, no, that's not it. And then she walks away after, I, I do have to mention, Lily and Ricky have matching tattoos. Yeah. And this is important for later on. Mm-hmm. But it's like a heart. It says Lily. It says Ricky. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so Buffy, after she gets recognized, kind of, she goes up to her manager and is like, I got to go. I can't be here. I feel sick. Uh, goodbye. She yeah, walks she out. Was, she's like, can you cover for me? I don't feel good. And they're like, sure. I was like, man, this is a really easygoing diner. Yeah. Real chill. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I guess it would be uh, real chill because they're just, she's working in the post-apocalyptic. <laughs> <laughs> Like she's working in Demon City. Yeah, man. I mean, like I like I said, like you were brought up earlier. There's a scene later where she's just walking down the street, and it's like everything is closed and boarded up. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. Um, but so Buffy leaves. Then we get a scene with Giles and Willow. You know, kind of debriefing about their vampire hunting and like, how did it go last night? And Will's like, oh, not too good, but you know, we're we're trying, we're getting the hang of it. Uh, and Joel's well, like, I'm really worried that you're gonna fucking die. The thing that we need to bring up is that this library is bustling. Oh yeah, one they fixed it up since the murders and everything yep. last season. Yeah, and no it, longer a crime scene. Are, there are people checking out books, like it's a, like it's Barnes and Noble at at its peak. <laughs> like, like I, I've never seen any 
amount of students in this library and it is bustling well i guess the the reason why is because it's the first day of school and it looks like all the kids are getting their books for school but i never got my books for school from the library no they always just kind of give them out in the classroom but it looks and, like that's what they're we've doing seen first day of school before we saw it last season didn't we yeah yeah no the, this is just it's crazy it is bustling yeah it's like it's as if uh giles had a rebrand of the library like <laughs> yeah. come on in <laughs> Grand opening, grand reopening from when there was a murder in here. Yeah, he's like doing signings. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, this is where Buffy tried to kill you? No, it wasn't her. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's worried about the gang doing their little vampire hunting because, you know, they're obviously not the vampire slayers. Uh, Cordelia shows up and she's like, I, I'm excited to see Xander. I spent my summer in Mexico and the resort wasn't as swanky as i thought it was going to be or whatever and uh she's just super jazzed to see xander and she's like oh my god is is this how's my hair look does it look good i'm really nervous willow's wearing that awful purple fucking (laughs) bucket hat flipped up again just uh god i mean i get it she's a nerd but god it's funny that the whole like cordelia and xander oh my god i haven't seen this person so long i'm so nervous stuff it's Mm. i don't i don't care about it at all it's so forced that's what i was about to say it's so forced like it's no way there's a great line here where she's like wait did he run into any monsters you know he's always been attracted to monsters like or something uh which is great and she references inca mummy girl later uh yeah but it's just i love that yeah it's just they don't have a reason to be nervous seeing each other after all the stuff they've been through. Exactly. It's not like they were like, oh, they kissed at the end of school year and now they're coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely felt really forced. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, Willow kind of reassures her like, oh, you look great. You're going to be great. It's going to be good. Then Oz shows up and Willow's like, oh, my God. You uh, are visiting me on school. How are you? How are you visiting me? You graduated, right? Why do you have? Wait, why do you have books? And Oz is like, well, you know how I uh, skipped class all the time and and had all those absences and was never in school. And then Will's like, yeah, but you were going to make up for it uh, in summer school, right? And he's like, well, yeah, that would have happened if I went to summer school, but I didn't. Uh, so I got held back a year. And she's like, wait a minute, what? And he's like, I thought that you'd think it was cute. <laughs> She's like, no, it's not cute to be dating the dumb guy. Well, she's like, you're super smart. You're, you're Mr. Test. You're Mr. Exam. And yeah. obviously, they both got like headhunted for that software company last season. Um, yeah. I feel like this is the writers being like, okay, he's going to be a year above. And then they're like, we kind of want to keep him here. Yeah. Now we have to find a way. Yeah. yeah. He's like, he like, I thought you would find this kind of romantic or cute that I did this. And I'm like, yeah. what are you parents think what does everyone else think about this i think Um, he's got bigger problems to worry about (laughs) i mean he takes it with the i mean being a werewolf it's like who cares if i'm going to school or not yeah Um, there's so many people in this school that it's like they should be like oh who gives a fuck there's so much more important crazy (laughs) shit going on i feel like i get a reference to later yeah i mean everybody that knows about the vampires and werewolves and everything Mm -hmm. would be failing so hard someone burned a person burned to death in the classroom 
Yeah, just spontaneously combusted in so, front of a whole class and teacher. Yeah, so if you don't know about vampires, you just are messed up from that imagery. Yeah. Um, so Xander then shows up and he's like, anybody see Cordelia yet? Anybody see Cordelia? I'm really excited to see her. I can't wait. Uh, how's my hair look? And Willow's like, your hair looks great. Same kind of thing that she was doing yeah. with Cordelia. She, Xander walks away. And then Oz is still trying to kind of convince her that it's cute that he failed. And then prediction, victory lap for Vance, number one. Larry shows up and he's mm-hmm. talking to some guy and he's like, I'm so fucking excited for football season. We're going to be the best football team this side of the Mississippi, provided that all the mysterious death stuff. <laughs> yeah. I love going, that. Egg white shakes. We got the best team. All we have to do is avoid mysterious deaths, and we got yeah. this this season. <laughs> loved that. Absolutely loved that. Uh, then Xander and Willow, or Xander and Cordelia, I mean, they come face to face, and they just have this like extremely awkward moment where they're like, hey, uh, hey, how was your summer? It was good. Okay. Uh, bye. Like, what? Yeah, they, yeah, they're just forcing this, and I don't know why. Why it should be yeah. something different than just yeah, I oh, I'm a, I first, I'm a, I don't know how to act around you. I haven't seen you all summer, as opposed to like something specific happened. Yeah, you know? but it's awkward for no reason. Yeah, it could have been like oh, she didn't call at all. She could call. They have phones in Mexico. Yeah, and she could have a reason why she didn't call and. Or a postcard or something. I mean, just have some specific reason that they are nervous to see each other as opposed to first aid jitters again. Which I understand happens in real high school. Mm -hmm. But these people have been through so much more. Yeah. Like, when you're fighting demons together, it's not like, hey, I'm nervous to see you. It's like, hey, did you see any vampires in Mexico? Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then we go to Buffy waking up alone in her studio apartment or whatever. And then she is walking to work. And this is what, what I was talking about. She's walking past. And it's the daytime, too. Every Who knows what the remaster. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Every single thing that she walks past is gated up, closed down. She walks by some homeless crazy insane woman just like she's mumbling something to her i forget what she was saying do you did you write that down or remember no she just kept saying like i'm not me i'm what she probably was saying i'm no one just like the other person oh right 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 um and buffy's kind of looking at her like what the fuck is up with this lady uh then we go back to the library giles has just gotten a call from a friend in oakland he's got a lead he heard of some woman in Oakland that is fending off vampires, and he thinks it might be Buffy. So he's going to immediately ship off to Oakland, leave his post in the busy, busy library, yeah, and just I guess travel can, to... I guess he can just do that. Yeah. Need some PTO immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I need to find that expelled student. Yeah, Principal Snyder's like, oh, yeah, yeah, take your time. Find the student yeah. that I don't care about that doesn't go here anymore. <laughs> that I hate that I expelled. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Willow and Xander are kind of like, I mean, dude, it might not be Buffy. You've gone 
all over the country hunting these leads and none of them have turned up. What makes you think that it's going to be this one? And Giles is like, well, I still need to try. And they're like, all right, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what their argument is. <laughs> like, don't get your hopes up, but you still have to go. Yeah. And so he's off. They feel bad for him. They're like, I mean, I feel kind of bad for Giles. Like, he's really on this wild goose chase to find Buffy. And I guess we have to support him. But if she wants to be found, she will present herself, basically. Yeah. yeah. Then we go back to Buffy. It's the middle of the night and Buffy is walking down this apocalyptic street. <laughs> there is a sex worker on the corner that she's walking past and she's like calling out to cars that don't exist. She's like leaning out into the street, like putting her thumb out like, hey, big boy, you want it? But no car has ever passed. No human has ever passed. It is the most randoming random scattering of like extras in, yeah in, in costumes it's like all right here's a guy in a, a white tank top and he's like trying to sell drugs to a businessman yeah a guy walking in a suit it's just like wait what is this street yeah what is happening? i mean it's so weird yeah but so buffy's walking down the street walking home or whatever and lily from the diner earlier she's behind buffy and she's like hey ann Anne, and Buffy doesn't turn around because she's like, I don't want to be noticed. And then Lily finally goes, Buffy. Hey, Buffy, I know it's you. And then she turns around. She's like, what? Who are you? And Lily comes over and she fesses up. She goes, my name isn't really Lily. Uh, it's actually Chanterelle. And you actually rescued me. Well, she said me. she went by Chanterelle. Chanterelle oh, she went by Chanterelle. Real, yeah. Real name. She has a bunch of different aliases. Uh, but back in the day she was a part of that vampire worshiping cult mm -hmm. that we saw in uh the episode with billy ford fordham where mm -hmm. everybody wanted to become vampires and then spike showed up and they were like oh shit this is getting real i don't want to do this uh so she was kind of like a face like a, like a featured extra i would say in that episode i, I mean she's a guest character she has a whole scene with angel yeah. Yeah, she's a uh, it's interesting they brought her back. <laughs> yeah. I loved in the bonus episode you're talking about like oh they're not bringing Lars back or him probably not coming back and they'll just Or bring, Larry. Yeah. Yeah, they're bringing they're, everybody back. They're bringing I told you if you're alive in the show you're just going to come back or something. <laughs> um I don't remember Buffy interacting with her at all though. Yeah, I don't think that she directly interacted but I can understand, but here's my thing. I can understand Lily knowing who Buffy is, mm -hmm. but not Buffy knowing Lily's name. Because <laughs> she goes, yeah. Lily? And I'm like, it's no way Buffy knows that girl's name. No, I mean, she showed like a tattoo. That's That seems pretty prominent. Uh, yeah. But I think she said Lily as in like, oh, Lily from before or something. Yeah. Or maybe I guess she was saying from the diner. That, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So then I'm just going to call her Lily from now on. Yeah, that's her name. Yeah. Yeah. Because she goes, she talks about all her different aliases. Um, but she's basically giving Buffy her backstory about like, you know, I never got to thank you for saving us from the vampires. And you're so amazing. And Buffy's like, oh, don't sweat it. And then she talks about how like she's kind of a vagabond and she's been never found a place to call her own. And she's gone by a bunch of different names and she got hooked up in this one cult or whatever. And uh, 
Buffy's like, yep, I'm trying to escape too. I don't uh, want to go to Sunnydale. And then just out of nowhere, she's like, hey, do you have any money? <laughs> and Buffy's like, oh, dude, not right, not right now. Don't be like this. And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm not begging for money. I just, there's this rave that we could go to. It'd be really cool. And maybe we could like hang out with a bunch of people. and will be rad. Buffy's like, I don't want to go to a rave at all. Yeah, I thought Lily was trying to trap her into something this whole time. Me too. Uh, and then she's like, okay, I just wanted to hang out or whatever. I haven't, you know, I haven't seen Ricky or whatever. Uh, I thought we could catch up. Then Buffy's like, I'll just give you the money. And, it, and then some weird dude that is supposed to be, I guess, homeless and crazy, but he doesn't look homeless or crazy to me. He's just dressed weirdly, like bumps in between both of them and they're like jesus christ dude that was really rude and he just turns around and he's like i am no one and they're like what he walks into the middle of the street and i hate when this happens he walks into the middle of the street and there's like oncoming traffic Mm -hmm. and he just stands there with his arms wide open waiting to get hit by the car and the car is so far away Mm -hmm. that it could absolutely avoid hitting this guy yeah. But instead, Buffy's like, wait, I'm going to save you. Runs out, pushes the old guy. Buffy gets hit by the car, goes flying across the street. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, this street was like abandoned, it yeah. seemed like, except for like three or four people. Out of nowhere, like 25 people just rush to Buffy like, oh, my God, are you OK? Oh, my God, are you are you fine? The guy comes out and goes, oh, my God, I didn't see you. She came out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, How? What yeah. were you doing? Because <laughs> it was yeah. a guy in the street, and then there was a girl. It's no yeah. way they came out of nowhere. You weren't texting. Yeah, and doesn't Buffy, exist. Yeah, and Buffy <laughs> got Buffy got wrecked. Yeah, right? dude. So I thought at this moment that Buffy getting hit by the car was going to be on the news, and this was going to be like reported, and she was going to have to leave town because everyone's going to be like, "Hey, did you hear about that girl that like magically got up from being hit by the car?" Mm-hmm. You know. And then Giles will be on it or something. Um, but no, that's not it. It's just this old guy um, reveal. Yeah. I mean, I feel like uh, people do get hit by, maybe not that hard, but people do get hit by cars and then they can get up and just hey. kind of walk it off because of the adrenaline. And then the next day they feel awful. Sure. I'm sure that happens. And Or you or you go straight to the hospital. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you're a teenage girl getting hit and fly like six feet, for being hit by a car she did yeah. go a flying yeah do you remember that she like pulled up on the car and then like rolled off well that's i watched a video that's how you're supposed if you are yeah, getting yeah. hit by a car yeah, that's you how you're supposed to get hit by a car yeah. do you remember that dane cook bit about he saw somebody get hit by a car no oh <laughs> uh, he's <laughs> it was like a dude it, same kind of thing happened he got hit by a car and his shoes went flying off of his feet and he tried to act cool like he didn't get hit by a car. I was just like, yeah, I'm fine. Where'd my shoes go? <laughs> He's like, bro, you just got hit by a fucking car. <laughs> That's kind of what that reminded me of. And But yeah, Buffy doesn't want to call attention to herself because she's like, oh, no, I'm going to get found out as Buffy and people are going to find out. That's going to happen, yeah. So she just like walks away. And then some dude named Ken bumps into Buffy after she turns a corner. And he's handing out flyers about some kind of like 
family shelter or whatever. And he's like, you should come to the shelter. I know your type. You know, you're running away from something. You're too young to be out in these rough streets. What are you even doing here? You should come to the home, even if you're not homeless, even if you're not like hungry. You know, it could be good to just like be part of the community. And Buffy's like, you know, maybe whatever. I'm not really uh, interested in that, but uh, thank you anyway. Uh, and then. And Ken is played by. Uh, he is another Seinfeld uh, member, uh, another person from Seinfeld. He was the pool boy in an episode of Seinfeld. Okay, he looks familiar, and the yeah. person that I thought he was is deaf. I was I was looking at him, and I was like, "This guy looks like uh, Bob Costas, the sports no. guy." No, I don't. See I thought he looked all. like. Oh, he deaf. Right in. He looks like Bob Costas. No. <laughs> <laughs> to me, he looked like. But I was like, okay. "That's definitely not Bob Costas because he's not an actor." Ow. No. All right. That's... All right, but maybe I saw that episode. He definitely looks familiar to me. But uh, yeah, Buffy kind of rebuffs him. Get it? Rebuffs. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, no, no, thanks. And then she walks back to her apartment. And then we have this like weird montage. Of, oh, yeah. This like, montage with sad bronze song is what I wrote in my note. <laughs> yeah, it's the weirdest montage of it's supposed to be all these kind of homeless people in this downtown L.A., but it's just a bunch of super hot people dressed up like they're bums. <laughs> yeah, it's like Central Casting 101. They yeah. just got all all these actors and just put them in costumes and like scattered them across the street. And it's like, oh, this it looks like a like something you would see in an 80s movie yeah. in New York. And it's like, oh, look at this sad, sad rundown skid row. And it's like, yeah, what? But it, yeah, it, it loses its luster just because everyone in the montage is so beautiful. <laughs> but they just like rubbed dirt on their face. Yeah. <laughs> like the actors with a little smudge of dirt. Yeah. You know, like that that white shirt is way too crisp. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they have that and it transitions nicely into the band that's singing the song playing at the bronze. And the lady that's singing the song is so hot and... I have to say it must have been cold in the bronze because her nipples are poking hardcore. That's a 90s move, man. It was insane, man. Gotta, I, was like, I was having a hard time concentrating. They didn't let the women wear bras on TV because they wanted the nipples to, nipples to poke. That's, yeah. that's that's the friend special. Yeah, the Jennifer <laughs> Aniston yeah. trademark. Yeah. Um, And then it transitions over to xander and willow who are sitting there and xander's like jesus christ glad we made it out to a depressing night at the bronze <laughs> it's like, nice. love, love they called it out like why would you have this song playing at the bronze right uh the name of the band is belly love okay i was so i wanted to like look it up uh, are yeah. they popular or is it? i have no known? idea i don't know uh but then xander's kind of talking about like did, did Cordelia forget all about me when she was in Mexico? Like, did she hook up with some cabana boy? Like, why was she so weird when she was talking to me? And Willow was like, dude, take it easy. It'll be fine. They Don't might worry as, about it. They might as well just say filler, 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 <laughs> filler, 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 filler. Like this, like none of this matters at all. <laughs> yeah. And then they kind of are like, man, we're really bad at vampire slaying, huh? And then, and then Oz shows up. He's like, what? that bad we 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 were getting our, a good rhythm going he's like we've lost 50 percent of the vampires we've tried to slay and he's like 
Yeah, but we lost them rhythmically. <laughs> Which I liked. Yeah. Um, and then Xander's like, you know what? Cordelia shows up and Xander sees her. He's like, you know what we've been doing wrong this whole time? We need to use Cordelia as bait. And I hope that she gets eaten. And I was like, Jesus, dude, this is quite a 180, huh? Well, it's like, why do you need her as bait if they're just coming out of the graveyard? Yeah. Like, you're at the bronze. What more bait do you need? I mean, it's so easy to kill a vampire that's just popping up out of a grave. Stand behind it. Stab it in the back. Well, Chop what? off its head as soon as it gets the, up out of the grave. The opening scene is like Oz fumbles with the stake and Xander's holding the vampire. Like, yeah. Just holding him back by himself. They're doing fine. Um, Besides the finishing the job part. Yeah, I mean... It, but now they're now they're using Cordelia as bait to catch the vampires that got away. It's like, why? I don't understand why vampires hang out at graveyards. Who yeah. goes to the graveyards at night that they can hunt? For some yeah. reason, they just hang out there. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. they should be on that street that Buffy's walking down. Absolutely, endless, they should. That endless street. That endless depression street. <laughs> Oh, Do you think man. that vampires are like particularly like, oh, no, that looks like a really druggy person. Their blood's <laughs> going to taste like hair. Like they get high off of their blood. They do blood. get high and drunk off of it. Yeah. Uh, Spike brought that up once. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, if they were the party, like drunk. Yeah. 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 Um, so then we go to Buffy's mom who's at home and just looking sad. And she's like, oh, I miss Buffy. I shouldn't have kicked her out. And then she gets a ring at the doorbell and she's like, ah, is it Buffy? Ah. She goes over to the door and it's Giles. Giles is like, hey, uh, I had a lead from a friend in Oakland. Uh, thought that it was going to be Buffy, but it wasn't. Just some random person. Wasn't even vampires involved. And it's like, why are you telling her this? <laughs> well, I guess she probably went to Giles in between this and was like, I know. Yeah. Um, I know that my daughter's a vampire person, a vampire hunter. So, yeah. And Giles is kind of like making fun of emo kids. He's like just some people with like terrible mascara listening to bad music. And Buffy's mom's worried about Buffy. And then Giles is like, you know what? Don't. She, Buffy's mom is basically like, I wish I wouldn't have kicked her out. I feel bad about it. And Giles is like, don't blame yourself. You could have never done this. It's just like, this is destiny. And then Buffy's mom is like, you're right. I don't blame myself. I fucking blame you, Giles. You are stealing Buffy away from me. You have this weird, intimate relationship with her, and she knew all about you knew all about her being a slayer, and you're teaching her all this stuff, and you left me in the dark, and that's a bunch of bullshit. And Giles is just kind of looking at her like, ah, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so is she going through the seven stages of grief? Because first is denial, and what is this? Is this anger? Like I, I guess. mean, because. When she said, I blame you, I was like, oh, man, really? We're doing this again with Joyce? Yeah, making, I thought that, making, that was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we're making her, like, lash out now for no, like, and this has been a whole summer, too. Yeah. So this has been a lot of time passed. It's not like this is two weeks or whatever. Yeah. Um, And now she's like, no, I blame you. Like, obviously, they have a relationship if Giles comes over to mm -hmm. talk to her. Mm -hmm. And it's just like. What? And when she blames him, it does. It also goes nowhere because 
it's not like Giles goes back and he thinks like, should I not be a watcher? Like it doesn't do anything. It's just yeah. her being like angry for the sake of, it felt like the scene just wanted something else. Yeah. I mean, it, it does lead not to nothing. Mm-hmm. And Giles doesn't even like have any remorse. He's just like, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> that's my job. Yeah, he's not even <laughs> pissed off. He doesn't push back. He's just like, sure, blame me, I guess. I will say that he does have new glasses and he does have kind of a little bit of a newer hairstyle. Like it's mm-hmm. a little longer. His glasses are clear. They're not like the circular Harry Potter glasses anymore. Not a fan. I like his old glasses. All but right. that's basically the end of that scene. <laughs> yeah. had, to, had to just throw that in there. Um, so then Lily shows up to where Buff, it, Buffy's at the diner and uh, Lily shows up and she's like, Buffy, Ricky's missing. I haven't seen him for a day. He's never been gone this long. I need your help. And Buffy's like, eh, I don't really care, dude. That's not my, that's not my scene anymore. And Lily's like, what are you talking about? That's what you do. You help people. You're the vampire slayer or whatever. You got to help me. And Buffy's like, oh, I just want to be a nobody waitress at this awful diner. And Lily's like, oh, but I really need your help. And then Buffy's like, all right, fine. Where was the last time you saw him? What kind of clues can we have to fucking find this dumbass? <laughs> yeah, Lily, I would have liked it almost if Lily was setting her up for something. Because now it just... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So then they go to the blood bank because apparently they give blood all the time because uh, you got free cookies when you do it. And Buffy's like, oh, you love that sugar rush, huh? I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Lily's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm this like, is me and this... Ricky's hangout. This is where we go on most of our dates. Yeah, I'm like, like what? is this a drug reference that she's talking about? Like, I don't... Is she really I... saying sugar rush from a cookie and meaning, meaning that? Yeah, I mean... I got to say, this episode, <laughs> kind of a downer for me. Like, I didn't get the joy or, like, happiness from this episode that a lot of Buffy gives me. Like, I felt like this one was just a slog and a downer. Well, it's it's, it's one of those, like, they try the, they trying to do, like, a little reset, bring everything back together, but then also tell a Creature of the Week story. Yeah. And the Creature of the Week story takes forever to even get started yeah because it's just starting now yeah and and like we're it's like halfway through the episode (laughs) yeah and it's not fun to see buffy depressed like this you know i mean we could i feel like you could show buffy like working her daily job like dealing with crazy neighbors like maybe Mm -hmm. something in an apartment complex would be interesting you know i feel like there's more than just like a girl from sunnydale shows up that she has no relation to wanting yeah. her help. Like Lily could have been just some other person. Yeah. Like Lily doesn't have to be Lily. I guess I just wanted to shoehorn in that. Like, I recognize you type yeah. of deal. But then it doesn't lead to anything specific. Sunnydale, this what's coming up. is just random. Yeah. So they're at the blood bank and Buffy and Lily are kind of, they go up to like the nurse or the phlebotomist or whatever. And, they're like, hey, hey phlebotomist. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know medical yeah. stuff. Wow, you've been learning some stuff. Yeah. And they're like, hey, has Ricky been here? When's the last time you saw Ricky? I feel like that she can't say that for some reason. Like, is that I don't know, a violation? They have a picture of him, right? Don't they show a picture of him? 
I don't think so. On a phone or something? Or am I making that up? I, I don't remember that, but I may okay. have been writing down something. But the nurse is like, nope, last time he was here was with you, Lily. And she's like, all right, well, I guess we'll head out. And then Buffy and Lily leave. And then the shot lingers on this phlebotomist. <laughs> and they plays like this stirring violin music. And I was like, what is that? What is that supposed to mean? Well, she, I, I wrote down nurse award for awkward look. Like they linger <laughs> yeah. on where the nurse does that look of like, oh, no, they're on to us. Yeah. And <laughs> like, I was like, where is this leading? And they linger so long. It's like it's like an old sitcom, the way they linger in the shot. And she's like looking around. Her eyes are darting back and forth. Like yeah. uh, shifty, that like shifty eye, like Simpsons. Dog. Yeah, the Simpsons yeah. dog. Dude, yeah. I was just about to fucking rap. Dude, Vance, simpatico. Yeah, that, that's what <laughs> she's like, uh-oh, um, they're figuring it out. Yeah, I was like, "What is? What could this possibly be?" Like, and I knew it was something, but I'm like, at this point, I still don't even care. Yeah, I was just so depressed watching Buffy mope around. Like, it was just this. This episode was, and we never get aside a from like she never she never gives up the punch to those truckers. You know? Yeah. No pie in the face before she doesn't even get to walk out of her job and be like, "I quit." Boom. Yeah. But uh, what she does get to do is visit like a. A den of uh, depression, homeless people. And she's walking around in this like weird underground hobo den. I wrote, why is Buffy an alley? Yeah. Is she there with Lily or by herself? I think she was with Lily and left Lily behind or something. Like, yeah. like hey, I'm going to check this this abandoned building out with all yeah. these uh I, like squatters or whatever yeah. and she goes in there and she sees all these crazy looking people and then she sees a guy and i thought this was pretty funny was it the same old guy that tried to kill himself in the street i thought it might be i think but i is. don't know it was like the lighting is so bad and, and i think it I is the tell. same guy i think it is the same guy, it wouldn't but, surprise me if it yeah. would be but he's laying down dead and right next to his head is a bottle of drain cleaner <laughs> it's like the drain cleaner is so bright and and yeah. f- like fluorescent and just like the depression of this all the contrast to me was very funny and buffy goes up to this person and is like oh my god this guy's dead and goes to check his pulse and while she's checking his pulse she sees the tattoo mm-hmm. from earlier and it says uh lily on it and she's like oh my god yeah. Wait. What, did did they have each other's name tattooed on each I think other? That or? He had Lily and she had Ricky. Oh. Okay. Because why would she have Lily? Because I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. This. It's interesting that this guy tried to walk into the street and get hit by a car to kill himself, mm-hmm. and then somehow had the ability to go. Oh, next suicide plan. I will drink some Drano. Yeah. It's like, God, this chick fucking <laughs> saved my life. I guess I can drink some drain cleaner. I can't jump off of a building or anything. I guess it's going to be poisoned by drain cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, what did you think was going on? Because I, I thought that I thought. Because Lily, Lily has been... was like sucking life out of people. Yes. Or same. the or the vamp or like there's something at the blood bank. They're sucking the life out of people. Yeah. I thought it was Lily. I thought Lily was sucking the life out of people because she was then attaching herself to Buffy and being yeah. like, I need you. And she was like very codependent. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, she sucked the life out of Ricky. And now she's moved on to Buffy and she wants yeah. to suck the life out of Buffy. 
And that's, I guess that's why they brought her back. Cause she used to be like, I want to be a vampire. They are going to a blood bank. They're trying to get us all like thinking, Oh, what's Lily up to? Yeah. So, um, so yeah. back at Buffy's apartment, Lily is like been waiting there and Buffy shows up. She's like, Hey, uh, I think Ricky's dead. Cause I saw this guy and he was dead and he had the tattoo, but it looked like the life was sucked out of him. And then Lily's like, no, no way. You know what? This is all your fault, Buffy. And, uh, cause everything, every time you're around, bad shit happens. She's giving her the principal Snyder tr- mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> speech. She's like, this is all your fault. Everything, every time that you're around, all this bad shit's happening. And at this point I was like, Lily's definitely the villain. Mm-hmm. And she's going to suck the life out of Buffy. And Buffy's like, I don't know what the fuck you want from me. I didn't even want to help you, dude. Like get the, f- I-, I don't want to, I don't want to be a part of this. So yeah. fuck off. <laughs> I loved Buffy's attitude at that moment. She's like, dude, you're blaming me. I didn't even want this. Yeah, she did what Giles should have did to Joyce. (laughs) Yeah. And Lily goes uh, goes and is like, you know what? I'm out of here. Fuck you, Buffy. And then she's just hanging out by a fence, like a a big gated fence. And But doesn't Buffy go to the nurse next? Well, no, no. Lily's hanging out by the fence and Ken from earlier, the guy with the flyers, creeps up behind her. Oh, and he's you. like, he's like, oh, you're you look lost. I know pretty girls like you. You shouldn't be in the city, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I just want to find Ricky. I, I don't care about any of this shit. I don't want to hang out. And he's like, oh, Ricky's with us. That's exactly what Ricky was talking about. You must be Lily. And she's like, you know, Ricky, she has zero street smarts. Yeah. She's random a, dude shows up behind you and it's oh, man i think at this point she hadn't even turned around to she see who he was <laughs> she's gonna she's like she's like one of those people that just will hop from cult to cult yeah like, absolutely she, yeah she's just gonna be like whatever because she's just like oh follow us ricky's with us sure okay yeah ricky's with us now and she's like, walking <laughs> she's walking into every like van on the street <laughs> yeah and and he's like come on come on, let's go i'll take you to ricky and she's like all right i'll come and so then she goes with ken and then this is where yeah, yeah. buffy breaks into the blood bank after hours uh she starts digging through files and the nurse from phlebotomist from earlier comes up from behind her and she's like hey what what do you think you're doing and buffy goes i'm just breaking into your office and reading your private files <laughs> And the nurse is like, Buffy badass. Yeah. yeah. And the nurse is like, "Uh, well, you can't do that. I'm going to call the cops. And then Buffy just rips the phone off the wall. (laughs) And I was like, fuck. Yeah, I love this no nonsense, Buffy. It was badass. Yeah. And then she turns to the nurse and she's like, I see it says here that he's a candidate. Candidate for what? Tell me what's going on. (laughs) And the nurse (laughs) is like, we only just... We only just give them the good, good ones. We we, we, only... we we just send them the healthy ones. I was like, yeah, okay. And she's like, and to who? She's like, Ken. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. And then we have Ken talking to Lily about how he's gonna cleanse her and all this shit, and he's got her in some kind of ceremonial robe, and we just need to do the ritual and blah blah blah. <laughs> it's just like she's already, she's already robed up. Like, yeah. Wouldn't you be like, hey, show me Ricky first? Right? Like, like, what adult, dude? Oh, oh, you want me to uh, get out of my clothes and get in a robe now? Okay, sure. Yeah, and then and then she's like, but after this, you'll show me Ricky, right? 
And he's like, yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. Yeah, Just yeah, uh, yeah. come and follow me. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. dunk your head in some water. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, so dumb. So then we have the scene of Xander, Willow, Oz, and Cordelia at the graveyard. And they're talking about how Cordelia's like, man, why do I always got to be the bait? This is bullshit. And they're like, you're just such good bait, you know? And they're like, all right, you sit on this bench. Willow, you hide over there. Oz, you hide over there. Uh, I'm going to hide behind this bush. And then instead of like sitting on the bench, Cordelia follows Xander. And she's like, hey, man, what's going on? Why are you being such a dick to me? And he's like, how long did it take for you to forget about me? How many cabana boys did you hook up with? And then this is where Cordelia's like, oh, I'm sure that you probably hooked up with some Inca mummy girl. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> and I love that she called that out and used Inca mummy girl because that's yeah. the title of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way, no way they called her that. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely not. Um, and then while they're fighting behind Willow, the vampire is creeping up and they're still fighting. And then Willow starts to, you know, scream or whatever. Uh, then we how go the back. vampire does not just bite her neck. Yeah. Getting the drop. <laughs> I was I mean, like, I knew that it wouldn't, but I'm like, oh, she's dead. Yeah. She should be dead. In real vampire life, she would absolutely be dead. I mean, if they can't take down high school girls, what are they? I know. Why do you need a slayer if you can't take down Willow? Well, Willow also has a stake and a cross. Everybody else just has a stake. Yeah. So she's double protect. Like, <sighs> But then we go back to Ken doing the ritual with Lily and he's about to dunk her head in like the pool or whatever. The goo. Yeah. And it, which turns to goo. And then Buffy just kicks down the door and she's like, Ken, what the fuck's up? Tell well, me what's going on before here. Before that, she knocks on the front door and she oh, tries yeah, to yeah. pretend to be somebody that like yeah, she's yeah, a, yeah, she's yeah, a yeah. lost, like she's a lost soul. And they go <laughs> and, they, and they're like, what? We're not buying it. She's like, I'm so bad at undercover. Yeah, and I love, love that, that call out. That, love that she called that out. Then she just kicks down that door, beats yeah. up those two goons, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then busts into the baptism thing. And she's like, "Ken, what the fuck's going on here?" Mm-hmm. And then Ken grabs Lily from behind, choking her, and then shoves her into the water that turns into goo. Mm-hmm. And then Buffy grabs Ken, and then they both fall into the goo, which leads to some kind of basement. And Ken, now this. I cannot forgive. <laughs> Ken is hunched over and he's like, oh, God, why did you do that? It's so hard to keep this face on. And he pulls off the worst looking fake prosthetic face that looked nothing like his Ken actual face. He takes off this awful rubbery piece of shit and a wig that's not even connected to that face. And he reveals an even worse prosthetic makeup looking demon face. And I was like, oh, okay. This is where the jump is happening right now. Yeah. When he rips off his face, it's almost like it's already half ripped off after they fall through this portal. And yeah. it's crazy. Did Buffy tackle him into it? Like, how did they both fall in? Yeah, I think that Buffy did tackle him into it. Yeah. And Buffy's just like, yeah, whatever. I'll just yeah. get trapped in another portal. And we did predict that we'd have Angel floating through some hell mm-hmm. uh, space. So we kind of got a hell. We it's did not Angel. Get it. This, yeah. They're in like some hell world. Yeah, because Ken 
gets up and he's like, guards, get them. And then these two demon guards start chasing Buffy and Lily and Buffy and Lily run from them. And then it leads them to this giant cauldron slave Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom situation. It's like a hell sweatshop. Yeah, yeah, but they're like digging on and like I saw one guy Ham- just one hammering. Guy like, yeah, he's like hammering uh, like it looked anvil. like he was. It looked like there was something on it, like he was making a weapon or something. Well, I saw uh, one guy who was just. It looked like he had a sword and was just chopping an anvil, like an already made anvil. I was like, "What the fuck?" Is no, he no, doing? I think the, the sword was on. He was hammering the sword on the anvil. That's oh, like. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but it was some kind of slave sweatshop situation i had this question Mm -hmm. what are they making down there no idea like why does this place exist and why are they working no idea what are they what are they making like what are what is what is what are they slaves for yes exactly but then ken shows up from behind lily and buffy and he's like hey 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 well i see you came right to where you're gonna be working and then he hits buffy in the head with this giant club yeah, it's like you're being chased and then you see a room full of people working. That doesn't mean everything turns off. Yeah. You still realize that this guy's behind you. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it grabs Lily yeah. and then it lingers on them for way too long before a commercial break. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, welcome home. And then like a three second linger on them. And it's just like, oof. Um, so then we go back to the graveyard where xander and cordelia are still fighting willow screams uh and the vampire is attacking them xander pulls the vampire off willow and he's trying he's got his stake he's trying to stab it in the heart and then cordelia runs and tackles the vampire into xander and it kills the vampire turns to dust the the spike apparently turns to dust as well yeah, I'm thinking of the physics of that. It seems like she would be... She would be stabbed with the yeah. spike. <laughs> she would completely be stabbed. But they la- she lands on top of Xander, and then they have that, like, swell of romantic music, and then they just start making out hardcore. Yeah, it's the same music they had when they first kissed for the first time in yeah. Buffy's basement, I believe. Which I do think is a f- pretty hilarious sound it's- cue. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing of, like, them falling on top of each other, a vampire dying between them, and then them being like, oh, let's kiss. Yeah. It's stupid. It but is it's fine. stupid. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Um, I, I did have a, in my notes that Xander has a bit of a Bruce Campbell vibe. He does. Yeah. He does. Early in this episode, like, when you see him the first time, I was like, what is that? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's Bruce Campbell-esque. I think, Army of you know, I, and I do have to admit, Xander's first outfit, where he's got like khakis and like this button down, like he looked really good, and his hair was done. Like when he's asking Willow, like, "How's my hair look?" I was like, "Dude, mm-hmm. your hair looks good. You're looking yeah, was, really good there. right now." He had this like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, got it's that, that first day of school fit, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> first day of school fit is always the dopest fit. Yep. And Xander knew the assignment. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we go back to Buffy, and Buffy wakes up in a cage with. Lily and Lily's sitting next to a rotting corpse and she's like I always knew I'd end up here I always knew I'd end up here and then Ken lectures them and he's like yep you're right you were destined to end up here 
because uh, you're a nobody and you're a loser and welcome to hell, bitch, because this is hell. Mm-hmm. And uh, guess what? Time moves faster here. There's some kind of interstellar type of deal going on where a day on Earth is 100 years in wherever they are, the hell thing. So they're, they could age a bajillion years and no one would ever find them or look for them or something. And by the time they go back to Earth, they'll be old and decrepit and no one would even recognize them or believe that they're who they say they are or some shit. Yeah, that's why the old guy, they got Ricky and now. Yeah. Which uh, I thought it, was kind of interesting. Well, yeah, it's it one of those things where like, it could be a day. It feels like a day down here or it feels like longer down here, but it'll only be like a day pass up there, but you'll be older or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, I was that like, was interesting. So I was like, oh, but Buffy has the multiverse now. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's it's fine. I just don't know what this place is. Mm-hmm. Like for me, this is my big issue with this place. It is a magical hell demon run place, right? Mm-hmm. You fall through a magical goo portal to get there. Mm-hmm. But then when you're there, there are guards, there are regular fences, mm-hmm. there are just regular stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, like there's nothing magical about this place besides yeah, like, how you get there. What? Like if they escape through the fences, where would they be outside of that slave cauldron place? Yeah, and it's like when the the master was trapped in like his little weird thing and he couldn't get out because of the force field. Force field, yeah. Why can't you lock them here? Like they shouldn't just be able to walk out. Yeah. And then Ken does some kind of a lecture about like, oh, I know you, Buffy. I know you. You're just trying to escape and blah, blah, blah. It's a misdirect. Like he doesn't actually know who Buffy is, blah, blah, blah. Uh, then he puts them into groups and he's like, you're going to be put to work. And then there's this guy in an awful Halloween town mask and he's talking to them and he's lecturing them about you're going to be working and you're nobody. And I can see the real guy's teeth and mouth behind his like rubbery teeth and mouth. And I was like, oof, this is a rough. They put no effort into this one. Like, I feel like I could have owned that mask they had in Isn't there. Isn't he just, like, got, like, some black, like, a black uh, cloak on or something? What is he? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, like, it, it, the mask is, like, half a skull and half, like, demon face or whatever. And he's like, you, from now on, you all are no one. And he goes up to some guy and he goes, who are you? And the guy's like, hey, what's up? My name's Aiden. And he just <laughs> smacks him in the face. <laughs> Which I thought was awesome. Yeah. And then he goes up to Lily and he's like, who are you? And she goes, I'm no one. And you're goes like, up, that's like the old guy said. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and he goes up to some other guy. And he's like, who are you? And that guy he goes, I'm no one. And then Buffy's next. And Buffy, you can see her like gearing up and she's getting so fucking pissed. And then he finally gets to Buffy and he goes, who are you? And then Buffy looks up and she goes, I'm Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Who are you? And then he goes to hit her, and then she just decks this guy. And I thought that that was such a badass moment. I loved it. I love this moment. I wrote down that Buffy is the Kunta Kente of the Hell Slaves. (laughs) (laughs) She refuses to change her name. 
and, this then, is like, and it's supposed to be extra powerful because she hasn't been going by Buffy at no. all. And now yeah. she's back. Yeah. She's like, I'm not even Anne anymore, bitch. Yeah. I'm Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Wabam. <laughs> I can punch my way out of anything. Yeah. And then a bunch of guards surround her and she's beating the crap out of these guards. And then she leads this rebellion of all the people. And she's like, if you want to get out of here, if you're if you think that this is a not fun plan, then come with me, everybody. <laughs> uh, and then they're all getting chased by demons and Buffy's kicking their asses and Ken's pissed about it. He's like, how the hell did this happen? What's going on in my in my slavery sweatshop yeah. bullshit thing? And Buffy is beating up. So she steals some demon's weapon. She's got a hammer. And then another demon shows up and he's got a sickle. And then she's holding like sickle and hammer i was like is this some kind of communism type deal? Yeah, yeah i saw that i was like is she gonna put those together and be like crimson warrior yeah. or something yeah, um, I was, what's going on here i just wrote down buffy kicks ass because this scene is long it's it is very long fighting. yeah that's i wrote buffy kicks ass twice yeah. because it's just like uh, that's all she's doing she's just beating yeah. the shit out of all these demons that are very nice and decide to attack her one-on-one and also for, have no powers whatsoever. Yeah, they're just dudes. They're like, they're getting their asses kicked. They are attacking Buffy on this platform. Mm-hmm. And she's just taking them out one by one until eventually they uh, they finally gang up on her. And it's like four of them attacking her. And Ken takes Lily hostage. He grabs her. He's got her by the throat with a knife. And he's like, if you don't stop being a bitch, I'm going to kill your friend or whatever. And uh, Lily, <laughs> this, this is this, such bullshit. This moment was hilarious. I I don't know how Lily gets behind him, but Ken's giving a lecture, I think, yeah. about, you know, this is how this is your hell. You're going to be here for forever and no one's ever tried to do this before. And you got to stop and it's always going to end badly for you. And Lily just shoves him off of this platform and Ken's like like goofy like (laughs) I wrote down he just gets pushed yeah what that's it that's it (laughs) that's the end of Ken it's not the end of him well it's not the end of Ken but he gets pushed off of the thing and then Buffy who has been being held by two guys she punches one of the demons in the nuts and the demon's like, oh, my demon ball. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is happening here? <laughs> yeah. uh, like, what are they building? What is this place? Why is this place? Yeah. So then Buffy's leading a rebellion. Is like, I'm going to escape everybody. And then they get to this, like, gate that is, you know, there's a bottom of a gate. And Buffy. Yeah. Well, why is there just gates? Like, why aren't there no other portal tunnels? No. Like, no clue Vance yeah and then Buffy deadlifts it and she's giving a speech like this is good for the legs and the core and your shoulders and all and, and, I thought and I, my thought was like I know Buffy's strong but there's also like 50 of you right nobody's helping her no well <laughs> no. everybody starts to try and help her yeah. and then they see Buffy's strong strength and then they're like all right you got this yeah and like guys come on aren't you guys <laughs> she's been here like less than a day like aren't you guys trying to get out yeah so eventually she lifts it and she lifts it just enough for everybody to like climb under. And I didn't see this when she was first lifting it, but underneath of the bottom of the gate are a bunch of spikes. Yeah. 
which makes no fucking sense. Well, it's like it was spiked into the ground. Like, I don't understand what this thing is that she's lifting up, but it has like sharp edges on it. Yeah. And so she's climbing out from under it and then Ken rushes from behind her. And just as Buffy gets on the other side of the gate to escape, she lets go of it and the gate comes crashing down and the spikes land right on Ken's like Achilles. And he's like, oh, fuck, that hurts so bad. (laughs) Like I went back and looked at that. That should have gone down on his midsection, like the way he was diving through. But it goes right through his like shins. (laughs) it's like oh rough and he's like what are you ah how did you do this who are you and then buffy grabs his club from earlier and she goes hey ken you want to see my impression of gandhi and he's like what and then she just bashes him in the head with this baseball bat and lily comes up from behind her is like impression of gandhi and then Buffy just throws the bat down and he goes, yeah, you know, Gandhi was really pissed about stuff. And then they walk away. Like, yeah, she's like, if Gandhi was pissed. And I'm like, what was that? Like, that was that so whole... dumb. So, like so Buffy dumb, needs to, I guess so she has, a, she's had a summer off of vampire slang, so she needs to work on her one-liners. But that was so terrible. But you can't have that in the same episode that opens with Willow having a one-liner that's bad. And well, Willow's one-liner is, is better than Buffy's. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, oh, what was that? And, yeah. You know, but you need Buffy to have a one-liner that goes, okay, that's what we like. You know what would have been a great callback? So early in the episode, Oz gives a suggestion to Willow of like uh, some kind of one-liner to always say. Yeah. I forget what it is. But if Buffy had said the one-liner that Oz had suggested, yeah. I would have loved that. Yes, it it needed something there because it's like a perfect bookend of yeah one liners. The, the Gandhi one liner, like <laughs> that what? was on the level of that X Men movie where Storm is like, you know what happens to a frog that gets hit by lightning, and there's that long pause, and then she goes, the same thing that happens to anything. Yeah, and it's like, wait, <laughs> what? No, that's not cool at all. <laughs> Like, it's not a cool setup. Yo, it was so bad. Oh, want to see my Gandhi impression? Like, she could have said Tiger Woods. She could have said anything. Yeah. Like, a baseball player and she hits his head? Like, I don't know. Like, the Gandhi thing was such a reach. Yeah. So then everybody escapes. They're shoving each other up through the goo back up to the regular world. And it's only, like, ten of them that escape. Yeah, like the rest, really the, the rest of the rest of the people that are enslaved there. Also, while Buffy's running through this whole place, none of the other slaves are like trying to escape or take advantage of the hubbub and the kerfuffle that's going on. They're all just still like they don't even look at Buffy. Like there's all these guards chasing Buffy through this huge like cauldron factory slave wet sweatshop. <laughs> Nobody else tries to like capitalize, and Buffy only rescues like seven or eight people and then she turns it around i think somebody even mentions like what about the rest of them buffy's like oh no because once they get back to the top yeah the goo turns back into a regular pool and she looks like oh well i guess all those people are fucked that sucks and then they leave i was like what the hell yeah it's so weird like i don't know what this thing is i don't know how um how wide a conspiracy this is is this happening at every blood bank yeah, I, is it only in this city? Like, you just introduced for the first time hell or yeah. a 
version, version of, of hell. hell. Yeah. And it seems inconsequential. Yep. Until it, Ken shows back up later and he's like, oh, you didn't smash all of my brain. And like, I don't yeah. know. Like, what is and like, what? Why? Why are we doing this? Why does she have to go to hell and fight for like two minutes? I don't know, man. So then uh, Buffy and Lily are back at Buffy's studio apartment and Buffy's like, you know what? I got to skip town now. Like, this is too crazy. I'm leaving. Uh, you can stay at my apartment. Rent's paid for the next month or three weeks or whatever. How? How is she doing this? Mm-hmm. How does she get an apartment in this awesome city? Mm. <laughs> this awesome one diner town uh <laughs> with the city with one open diner yeah like and just a it, bunch of crazy people is she using credit cards at all who like, knows because then willow would be able to track her like she somehow has and not only is she working at a diner she's been able to pay rent ahead of time yeah like she's paid well, off she for says months. she says three weeks, and I've never heard of an apartment she, that like takes three weeks. Rent. Not three months. She, she says three weeks. weeks. Oh, okay. I was like, what apartment takes weekly rent? Well, I guess she means like maybe this is like a hostel. Maybe it's the first of the month. It's the first week of the month. So she's saying like you have this for the rest of the month. Yeah, I guess so. And then she kind of gives Lily her diner girl outfit. She's like, I got you a job at the diner. It sucks. The manager is kind of a piece of shit, but. uh what else you got? <laughs> I was like, wow, you can just pull that? You, you left work early and now you're just like, oh, I got another girl. And yeah. by the way, her name's going to be Ann too. Yeah. Lily's like, hey, I, well, you can't leave me. Uh, I'm nobody. I, I I don't know if you realize this, but uh, I'm very naive and susceptible to joining cults and getting taken advantage of. And Buffy's like, that's your problem now. And then she looks at the name tag and it says Ann. She's like, do you mind if I become Anne now? And Buffy's like, yeah, sure. I don't give a fuck. Like, do whatever you want. Yeah. I'm leaving. And we find out Anne is Buffy's middle name. Yeah. Buffy and, Anne Summers. Yeah, that makes sense. And then after that, we get a scene of Buffy's mom at home. She's digging in the dishwasher and she hears a knock at the door. And she's so jaded at this point now that she's like, ugh, who could this be? I don't want to see anybody. And then as she starts walking towards the door, you start to see the hope arrive in her face yet again. And she's like, huh? She can see through the window. She opens the door and Buffy has returned home to Sunnydale. Victory lap for Vance once again. Buffy's back in Sunnydale and uh, Buffy and her mom hug it out. And that is the episode. My victory lap is also that I said specifically that they would hug it out yeah and that's exactly what they did <laughs> you're very i can't i can't say anything you were very on point you, you like, nailed all of this dude well i was like they're gonna bring buffy back at least she's gonna be back in school by the third episode and we're yeah. right on track for that yeah absolutely and also did you see that there was a a teacher that they lingered on in the yes. hallway Yes. For a little bit longer, and he had a line. I forget what it was, but I was like, "Is this a new teacher? Is this a new principal? Like, what's going on?" Yeah, with this I saw guy? him on the cast list um, for the episode. Um, okay, and then I saw his face, and I was like, "Oh, cool! This is." I was like, "Oh, he's going to be somebody, yeah, in this episode, and he's not." But I think he's going to be another teacher. That's 
he's going to be a character. They lingered on him too long. Yeah, he had yeah. a line and it was like they lingered on him too long. He was too, too close to the vicinity of like major characters. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. what's up with this? Yeah, it was like when they had that close up of the cowboy vampire in the mall. And we're like, is this just like an extra that just got too much shine? And you're like, oh, no, that's a character. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that's a prediction for... Uh, further down the line, that guy's going to factor in somehow to something. Yeah, I mean, you got to replace Jenny Callender with another sweet piece of teacher. Yeah, I mean, he was a handsome dude. <laughs> he's a, he's got a unique look. I'll give him that. Yeah, he's got a beard, I think. Like, he looked... He, yeah. He looked like he's up to no good, though. I don't know about this. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I'd be clamoring to get a teaching job at Sunnydale. No. No, 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 no. no <laughs> like, no, oh, what's no. the... Tr- what happened to the last principal? Oh, Eaton? Oh, don't worry that? about it. Yeah, uh... <laughs> What happened to the last computer teacher? Oh, she got her neck snapped. Oh, what happened to the the is swing coach? A, is that a student? Oh. Is that a student teaching computer class? <laughs> what happened to the swim coach? Oh, we got raped by a bunch of uh, lagoon monsters. What about the nurse? Uh, the nurse? We haven't found her. Oh, yeah. Animal control picked her up. Yeah. What about that one uh, teacher that turned into a praying mantis? Like, who would ever take a job here? <laughs> I know. But, even the uh, students, even the students are calling out the mysterious deaths. Yeah, I gotta say, I don't know about you, Vance, but uh, I was pretty disappointed by this episode. This one wasn't as fun. Uh, I don't really like seeing Mopey Buffy, uh, but I think that, like, like you said earlier, this is kind of a reset, and hopefully, there's more fun down the down the way. But this one, I didn't love. Yeah, I feel like this, it felt like a weird filler episode. Like, this hell thing doesn't matter. Yeah. That angel beach scene was ridiculous. Yeah. Like. Oh, you know what? Uh, I just saw on Wikipedia, it says that Buffy has exiled herself to Los Angeles. So she, okay. that is Los Angeles, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, man, oh, I mean. Did they not think the check there? <laughs> right. It's only like 45 minutes away from Sunnydale <laughs> in like real life. Yeah. Yeah, but from what I've heard from people, this is a good season. And we're they're like really yeah. excited, like, oh, this is going to be good. You guys are going to love season three. Yeah, I mean, season two was really good, and we didn't really love when she was bad. Yeah, that's that true. First episode, so you know. So I'm hard. looking. I, I'm looking forward to more episodes of season three, but this one uh, kind of a dud. For yeah, me. I'm ready for her to get back into school. I'm ready to see our butt heads with Principal Snyder. I'm ready to see. If the cops have just forgiven her for what happened three months yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 So, yeah. yeah. There's no extradition either. Like, she just <laughs> drove an hour and she's off the hook. Yeah, and then she comes back and they're like, oh. Oh, yeah, we forgot about that. Yeah. You assaulted a police officer. <laughs> we suspect you murdered somebody, but you're all good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why they suspect she murdered anyone, considering right. that all the witnesses there can attest that she didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but that is it. Uh, for Anne, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, follow us on Instagram. We got Boys Watching Buffy. Uh, go if you want to write in boyswatchingbuffy at gmail.com. We have a Discord. Just look up Boys Watching Buffy. Uh, rate and review on all that Apple Podcasts and Spotify and subscribe and all that good stuff. Um, uh, and stay tuned for the next episode. Next episode, Vance, is titled Dead Man's Party. What do you think we got going on at Dead Man's Party? Hmm. Dead Man's Party. Uh, is it going to be a... Hmm. 
like I'm thinking like something at I want to see something at a funeral home, but I'm wondering if it's like not going to be like a birthday party for like a vampire or something. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. know why, but my brain is going to pirates for some reason. Uh, dead man's chest. Probably... Yeah, dead men tell no tales or whatever. Uh, I'm, yeah, the, I don't I'm know. like ninety nine point nine percent certain it's not going to be about vamp or uh, pirates. But <laughs> I'm just going to say pirates because <laughs> that's that's just first thing that pops in my head. Dead man's party. Let's think because uh, I I do think they still have to figure out the cop stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out next episode, I guess. Uh, <laughs> We're starting the season off just as good as Buffy. We got like, oh, yeah, really yeah. loose, bad predictions. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we, you know, Buffy had a couple months off from slaying. We had... We look, we're burnt out from that. We're in that multi- we're in a multiverse. We're in that. Yeah. We're in the yeah. time just moving too fast. <laughs> but thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll talk to you next time when we're reviewing Dead Man's Party. See ya. If we can focus, keep discipline and not have quite as many mysterious deaths, Sunnydale is gonna rule!